So I've been thinking a lot about in, in Facebook Messenger, you've got like the thumbs up and then you've got like the, the hard eyes react. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I kind of sometimes use the thumbs. Sometimes I use the thumbs up to be like, this message is like good and I like it. And sometimes I use it to be like a gotcha, Roger that. Mm. But the hard eyes one is kind of more strictly like, wow, oh my gosh, I love this. See, I, I, I always say when I use the thumbs up uh, thing, yeah, you could replace that with a text that says this accords with me and it would be 100% accurate oh. in all cases. This accords with me. And then when I use the hard eyes react, it's usually like, oh my God, thanks. What react would you give coffee prints? I would give coffee prints uh, the gasping emoji react. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. true. Especially lately because, boy, I've come a long way from that bathhouse. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, yeah. it's time for us to watch episode 10. If you will, we have completed... Jaron had a pen in his hand and I just took it and he gave me a look and it was funny. Mm. Hey. Yeah? I, what do you think is going to happen in episode 10? Oh boy. Mm. Uh, my honest approximation of what's about to happen in this episode. Okay. So remember we we left off Unchen is sobbing. Yeah. Cannot text Hangul. Every, I hope is... we just hard cut from that. Okay. I hope we just hard cut to like her working and Harim is like the interim manager or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like I hope we get more of Hangul like dealing with these emotions. Okay. I feel like it's probably going to happen in the context of like he's going to come to this realization. I This is what I want. I want him to come to a realization like oh I can just to be with Unchan or whatever, or he's going to confide in... Because Harim's the only one who doesn't know that yes. Unchan's a girl right now. That's right. So I was going to guess that he was going to confide in Harim, and Harim would be the one who, like, spilled the secret or whatever. Oh. Because Harim's the only one he would confide in, but he's also the only one he doesn't know now. Yeah. Boy, there, I, there's nowhere to predict where this is going, folks. Oh, like, no! I gotta tell you, for me, I just... I want things to be better, and I'm yeah. going to be hoping the whole time I watch. Do you think, um, do you think that we are going to, here, here's, here's a question for you. Mm. Do you think that this discussion of what's happening between them, do you think that's going to come first? Do you think it's going to come at the same time as the discussion of, hey, I'm actually girl this whole time, or what, what do you think... What do you think kind of is gonna what do you what do you what are you hoping at least? Well you know me. I would really hope that they like come to terms with the whole hey, I'm a girl thing before uh-huh. talking about their emotions because if Hang Yul's like trying to also reconcile uh the apparent homosexuality mm-hmm. at the same time as his feelings, mm-hmm. like I feel like that complicates things and it also increases the chances of him like refusing or yeah. like going against what his heart wants because it's a societal thing. Mm. And I just real hope that they don't, like, come together and be like, you know what, I accept you as a man. And then she's like, actually, I'm a woman. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, oh, well, I think I'm gay now, yeah. so... <laughs> we, we did too good of a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, fair enough. Any predictions for any of the other storylines? Like, uh... I really hope Yuju just, like, mans up and leaves Hansung. Yeah. And, like, doesn't let the fact that she cheated on him in the past, like... 
encourage her to stay in this obviously unsatisfying situation. Mm. Because, like, that's the vibe I got. Yeah. You think DK's gonna come in and he's gonna, like, pick her up like a barrel and hold her over his head? I think he's gonna (laughs) climb to the top of the scaffolding Uh and start throwing barrels down at Hangul while he tries to climb up after them. Why would he throw barrels at Hangul? What did he ever do to DK? Oh, no. (laughs) You're doing it now. You're mixing them. Oh, it's been a long session. That's true. We we have, um, watched a couple episodes pretty, pretty close after each other, so we, it's, it's been a lot. (laughs) But now, we're gonna go and watch episode 10. So, let's keep going. More. 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 All right, episode 10. Get ready, Ben. Just, I don't know where you are, but you better be ready. Kevin 11. Kevin 11. Um, What else rhymes with N? With Ben? Well, like... Ten. Men. Men. Okay. Episode ten. Hung Yul finally likes men. <laughs> Yay! We did it! We got there. The whole point of the show is actually that uh, Hung Yul just realizes that he's been gay this whole time. And Un Chan is like, I'm a woman. And he's like, well, I don't that like shit has sailed. So, <laughs> hey, and then like, he dates Harim! He's like, I don't like titties. And she's like, good. <laughs> That's right! <laughs> We just keep throwing out, sorry, Unchan, but no titty for you. <laughs> All uh, right, let's watch it and see what happens next. Yeah. Hi, I'm Kara, and I'm into rom-coms. Hi, I'm Jared, and I'm into riding my stationary bike outside. But we're both into hot drinks and hot boys. And this is... Just, just Kiss, Kiss Already! already. Oh, why? Oh, dang. I did an already Rooney and it was like so long and good, but it was a part of us like setting up and I'm like, dang it. We can edit that in. <laughs> just take it. I'll just take it and I'll put it here. Alrighty. Rooney, Ruby, Doobie, Scooby, Snack, and Tootie Fruity. We'll frame it. <laughs> We'll frame it, put it on the fridge. Ooh, I hope society advances to the point where we can have little, like, speak magnets on our fridge. Speak magnets or beak magnets? I did not... Like a speak magnet. Like, whenever I open the fridge, I just get, like, all righty, rooney, toony, dooney, fresh and fruity, scooby dooney. That makes ten more times... I almost said that makes ten more sense. That makes so much more sense than a beak magnet, but for some reason my brain was like, he might have said that. I would he like might a, have said beak, you don't know. I would like a beak magnet, so when I have my fridge that's full of photos of my lovely friends, I can just make one of them a bird every so often. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. You can just put a little beaky on them, and they'll go <laughs> squat. Oh, I almost said okie dokie, and that does not sound correct. <laughs> uh, okie dokie, artichoke, hokey pokey, hot and smoky abalone. Ah! Oh my gosh, are we in Bizarro World again? Oh no. <laughs> I hope we're not back in Bizarro World. Well, we might be in Bizarro World, but we're gonna keep on trucking ahead because we are back and we have watched episode 10. And boy, howdy. Ooh, episode 10. Yeehaw. Yeah. Yeehaw. <laughs> that episode really, really warrants a yeehaw. 
That it felt like running a marathon. It did. Um, but really quick before we dive into talking about the episode, um, me and Jaren are actually trying something new over here at Just Kiss already. Um, usually when we record, we only use one microphone and we're like in the same room together, but we have acquired second mic, second microphone acquired. Um, and so now we're trying something different and we are recording separately. Uh, so I'm in my house with my microphone and my laptop. And I assume Jaren has a similar setup, but I don't actually know because I cannot see him right now. <laughs> yes, I have Kara's microphone in my house with my laptop. That's right. Both microphones are mine, but I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> She's a nice microphone. <laughs> this is a nice microphone. Let's be borrowed. Actually, I shouldn't even say that because technically this microphone belonged to my brother, but he gave it to me, so now it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so um, it's a new style of recording that we're kind of getting used to. So if we're talking at the same time, or I don't know, it's something is happening. Uh, that's probably why. So now that you know, and now that we know, and now that, um, you know, I was going to say God, but I didn't, I don't, I don't really want him to know. I kind of want to keep this between us. He already knew. (laughs) He's everywhere. (laughs) It's gross. (laughs) Uh, Without further ado, let's get into the episode i don't know why i broke that up into like all the different i like syllables. that that had like a rhythm to it i thought we were gonna wrap thank you the rest of the episode i think near the end i started to kind of like um slow down the rhythm because i realized what i was doing and i also realized it wasn't my initial intention but i felt that i had to finish it up anyway <laughs> definitely a strong finish for the start of the episode then you know what it's always good to finish at the top <laughs> right right that makes sense right <laughs> right a, 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 yeah you crossed the beginnish line and now we can <laughs> we can reach the body paragraph of our podcast that is the episode oh discussion. thank god we only have so much time left in the writing portion of this test we really need to get kicking <laughs> <laughs> oh man um so let's scoot on into it. Um, so we mentioned before uh, with the the initial, um, what do we call that? When you're like, here's what I think is going to happen. The prediction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so when we talked about a prediction, we reminded ourselves that the last episode ended um, with Unchan was just like crying. <laughs> God, heart-wrenchingly so. Yeah, it, it wasn't like a cool, fun ending. Um and Jaren, you were like, oh, I really hope we just crash cut to, like, everything, like, working and whatever. And at the start of this episode, we do, in fact, crash cut, but I don't think it was the crash cut you wanted, because guess who's here? It's Hansong! This, I've never been, like, kicked in the stomach by an editor before, <laughs> but I think this is really close to that feeling, because she's just, like, late night gas station ice cream, which is, like, my mood right now. Like, I leave yeah. work every day after dark. And I go across the street to Wawa, and I'm like, what new tasty thing am I going to try today? And then she sees Sweeper there, and, like, my blood just ran cold because I'm like, if he's here... (laughs) I feel so bad because Sweeper is such a good boy, but he's he's a sign of what is to come, which is Hansung. A herald. So, like... I, it makes me so sad because I want to be excited to see Sweeper because he's such a good boy. But I don't... I don't like what comes after Sweeper. I don't like it. 
God. It's I did write down, however, because we cut to them having their conversation on the at uh at this table outside of the convenience store, and like Unchan is like fluffing up like the fur on Sweeper's head, and I was just like, Sweeper is like the perfect dog to pet when you're sad. Mm. Like, oh man, I can just imagine like given given giving sweeper a good old pet when i'm just really upset (laughs) he's a mop he soaks up your sadness oh man like he would be so warm and cuddly i want sweeper we cut to them at the table and it's like we don't just cut to like the beginning of their conversation we cut to like six beers each in and the cans are just littering the table you know, we, that's, hey, that's, that's what happens. And Unchan immediately is like, hey, uh, I've been texting you and you, like, haven't respond. What's up with yeah. that? I do Oof. love this entire conversation, um, as much, um, uh, discomfort as Hansung brings me. This entire conversation felt very good because it's kind of Unchan, like, reminding us what is good to do because she's being like, hey, I want to be your friend. And that's it. Can we do that? And I'm like, yeah, girl, you tell him. He's like, why Why do you want to be my friend, though? Like, I don't get it. And she just straight up says, you feed me and you listen. And I'm like, that's what we <laughs> all want, like, isn't it? At the end of the day. This is what I want in a friendship. <laughs> uh, what, what is it? Um, so Pat yeah, my I, head and bring hmm? me food. Is that, what is that? I think that's the thing that people say. When they want to start a relationship, they just walk up to someone and they say, pat my head and bring me food. You know, I've never um, tried that, but I guess it's, I guess it's on my list now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does it work? Have you, do you have experience of, of this working? I would say that like uh, 100% of the time it works 0% of the time. Oh, wow. Those are some pretty confusing statistics. <laughs> I'll take them. <laughs> He says, All right. it's better mm. It's better not to leave room for hanging on like you are doing. And I was like, okay, you know, if there was ever a path to a universe in which Han Sung starts to redeem himself for his weirdness, it probably starts mm. with that sentence because that's, that's a very straightforward yeah. acknowledgement on his part of being like, dude, you're hanging on and you gotta just let it go. Yeah, that's, I think... At the end of the day, the reason that this conversation made me feel good, for once, seeing Hansung, I ended the interaction being like, good, was because there was the straightforwardness on Unchan's part. And for once in his goddamn life, Hansung was like, you know what? You right, and I'm wrong, and I've been stupid, and I shouldn't do that. And I was like, gee, thanks, finally. <laughs> he He started to like stack the cobblestones to build the bridge over to my good side at the beginning of this episode because she finally is like you know i really like my manager and he says i know why don't you tell him the truth and she goes nah and as as she always does (laughs) and at the end of this scene hansung just does a triple take he looks to the right after she says that and then to the left, and then back to center, and then back to the right again, and I'm like, that's how I feel. So for once, I feel like Me he too. and I were on the same page. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Um, so then we cut to um, Harim is rolling up to Hongil's house because he's here to see his boy because his friend senses are tingling and he knows something isn't wrong. <laughs> something <Yeah>. is wrong. <laughs> 
It's it's really So he great. shows up and he's like, Hangul, bruh. <laughs> Your house is a mess. He's like, there's nowhere for me to sit. And Hangul's yeah, got like... Yeah, he's like, why are you moving? Like... <laughs> Hangul's got like this terrible, like ratty third th- uh, third year of middle school mustache, and oh my god, yeah, <laughs> it's so precious that that's his way of being like disheveled is to just have a slight facial hair dusting, <laughs> just to have a little sprinkling of hairs on his upper lip. He had just a roll just of a toilet bit, paper though. on his coffee table, like in the living room. I didn't, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> oh, it stood out. I was like, is he just crying or like? Is he blowing his nose I, with this yeah. single roll of toilet paper? I do. Okay, cool, cool life hack. Um, when you have, like, a runny nose, sometimes it's way easier to carry around a, a roll of toilet paper than, like, just a like a thing of tissues. Because you can just kind of tear some off and then, like, shove that shit wherever you need it to go. <laughs> they need to make a roll of toilet paper that's, like, just big enough in the middle for it to, like, fit on your arm, like a bracelet. <gasps> and then you can just, oh, like, sneeze yeah. and pull through it for the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> you just... <laughs> it's, it's like a Pip-Boy, but just for sneezes. <laughs> just for sneezes, though. Nothing, nothing more, nothing less. And then I, I feel like I might have missed something because the next thing in my notes is... Harem's like, oh, are you gay? Oh, yeah, because Han Gyul is like, dude, I I have big fat crush on Unchan. <laughs> mm. So I actually don't know if that comes before or after um, Harim insinuating boy you gay, but I do know because I wrote down in my notes, um, Han Gyul admits it. <laughs> <laughs> Han Gyul come out. <laughs> I don't think this is the first time he's like admitted it, but the fact that he's admitting it out loud to another person, I was like, the <laughs> yeah, to to his bro, <laughs> to the character that he has like the past history with. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, Han Gil is like, listen up. I like Unchen, and Harim is like, okay, and we're like, okay, cool. <laughs> I think the the next thing that I have written down is. There's like a dramatic shaving scene. Like we had the one scene to set up his mustache, and now we have the payoff for that in the next scene where he goes to like yeah, shave. I... <laughs> they cut for like a minute, real quick, back to um, Unchen's house, and Un- they're like eating, and Unse is like, um, like she's been calling CB, and she has not been getting any response, and she's like sad about it. But then that's like a brief thing. And then we cut to what I wrote down as Hangul shaves, but sadly, because he literally takes shaving cream and he kind of like puts it in his hand and then like smears it on the bottom half of his face um, Mm -hmm. with no real method or or manner. He just kind of like puts the hand with shaving cream on his face and like calls it a day. But then he decides that he's too sad to shave and he needs to do something else first. So he takes the shaving cream and he (laughs) sprays it on the mirror and then he like spreads it out and then he like rinses it off. And (laughs) it's like, what was the point of that? See, it's symbolism because the shaving Uh cream is opaque Uh and white and fluffy. And so he's he's covering his view of himself because he doesn't want to look at Uh himself. Because he doesn't understand ah. his feelings. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, All right, gosh. that's fair. I, w- I was thinking, I don't know, when I'm sad, you ever like, or even not when you're sad, like you ever see a thing of shaving cream and you just kind of want to like empty it out? Like you just want to like, until it's no more? 
Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I felt like a weirdo <laughs> my whole life for just wanting to empty every aerosol can I can get my hands on. <laughs> it's so fun. That's why silly string goes so fast because you don't want to stop spraying the silly string because it's so much fun. <laughs> the dark momentum that possesses you the moment you press down on an aerosol canister. <laughs> you, you until it is done. Going. <laughs> That's why whipped cream is so dangerous. Because oh, not God. only is it tasty and delicious, it's super fun. I love whipped cream. Me too. I'm a big whipped cream fan. I did half expect Hong Yul to like take the razor and start shaving the mirror because I thought they were gonna be like, oh, his dad never showed him how to shave, and he doesn't oh, have no, object doesn't permanence, how. so he's trying to shave his mirror itself. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can only imagine Hangul trying to shave his chin on the mirror and then just getting frustrated because the <laughs> the reflection of shaving cream it's not disappearing and he's <laughs> <laughs> he just start he just starts being emotionally distant from the mirror because that's how he copes with his anger. He's like you're fired. Oh, Don't ever boy. come to my house again. Oh no! He's like, you can't come within five feet of me, mirror self. Exactly. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. So uh, after our cool, sad shaving, I want to call it a montage, but it really wasn't that long. It just kind of happened, and we were like, okay. Um, we cut back to Coffee Prince, so we are back at Coffee Prince, and Ha Rim rolls up, ready to beat ass. <laughs> He is angry, and it took me a minute to be like, what? His boy told him that he had a crush, and Harim is like, listen. So he rolls up, and he's like, hey, Unchan, you stupid little idiot that I hate. Um, Wow, don't you even, like, miss Han-yeol? Like, do you even care about him? Do you even have, like, do you even care? He's not even here. Wow, Unchan, aren't you, aren't you upset? And Unchan is like, what the hell is going on? She's like, yeah, he'll be gone in a month, like... I don't, I don't. Yeah, she's like, he's leaving. I don't, okay, like, whatever. Not to mention, Unchan is, like, already sad. So, like, the fact that Harim is up here being like, hey, you stupid little dumb idiot. <laughs> Care about hang She's like, all right, been there, done that. Freaking, yes, Ooh. I know, I've already cried. We get it. Yeah. Poor guy. So, then all of a sudden, hang shows up, and we're like, oh, okay. So, I guess he's here. Dude. And everybody is like, oh my gosh, Hangul, and they're all like worried about him. Like they're all kind of like taking their turn to step into the room and be like, hey, it's, there's, it's good to see that you're back. There's this beautiful thing that happens a lot in this episode where Minyup is the first person to like see or react to something, and he becomes an audience surrogate in that moment, and his emotional Ooh. response to whatever's going on immediately dictates my response because he sees Hangul and he's like, <gasps> boss like you're here and then he's everybody's so like oh man cool cool and i i wrote this down hangul when he's coming in here he like touches minyup on the shoulder he touches harim on the shoulder and then he just like walks past unchan and i was like ooh, no head pets oh yikes today. uh so everyone's kind of worried about hangul being like hey like taking their turn to stop in like he goes and he talks to mr hong and then unchan tries to like take her turn and be like hey and Hangul just immediately brushes her off. Um, and then she runs off into Waffle Boy's little, like, little, like, nook of the, the cafe. Mm. And she's just, like, crying. And I wrote down in my notes that Waffle Boy got promoted to, like, number one comfort friend. Because she's been going there a lot lately, just being, like, Waffle Boy knows. Yeah, no, that's my <laughs> emotional support, Sungi. Yeah. 
<laughs> when he's talking to Mr. Hong, uh, Mr. Hong's like, uh-huh, you've matured, Mr. Hongyul, because uh, mm. Hong says that he wants to see this through for his grandma instead of just kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, she's twisting my arm and won't let me have my nice fancy car if I don't listen yeah. to her. Uh, and then Mr. Hong straight up says, make peace with Unchan. It's too awkward around here right now. And I'm like, I feel that. <laughs> Mr. Hong is like, I want my atmosphere back. Thank he's, you. He's trying to run a business here. He's like, I don't have time for workplace drama. Oh, man. Um, so then we cut to our favorite couple in the whole world, Yuju and Hansung. Oof. And Yuju is like, I'm out. I'm going to New York. Get Shreked. <laughs> I'm going to hang out with DK. Get get. Shreked the, the, is exactly what she says word for word. The, <laughs> get Shrek 3. Uh, Shrek yeah, she watched after. Shrek 3 one time and now she only knows how to insert the word Shrek into everything that she says. All Yuju know how to do is watch Shrek, eat hot chip, and paint flower and cheat. And <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Fair enough. She, what a good lineup of talents. The cinematography... I, is that correct to say for a show cinematography the camera work I, I don't guess. know I'll I it sounds sounds cool to me <laughs> she is they're they're facing uh perpendicular to each other so he's looking forward and she's facing the rear wall so they're not intersecting eye contact at all and mm. she's away and uh, says okay here's the options one I go two I wait oh yes three I do neither and we break up and get her get her you do get him i was like yes girl like make tell him which one you choose like this is your thing and then she goes what's it gonna be and i'm like why is it his choice why does he get to pick i don't get this i don't understand (laughs) wait no you do you should pick not wait you were so close gosh and i yeah i guess what she wanted from him in the moment and this will kind of come back later is he yeah. doesn't immediately, like, beg her to stay. He's not like, wait, I love you. Like, please, let's make this work. Like, blah. Yeah. He hesitates hardcore, and then he just kind of gives the, not a non-answer, but he says, I need time. And, like, that in itself yeah. is, like, really telling of, like, his immediate responses of, like, let's fight for this relationship. Or, like, no, I really value you and want you in my life. He's like, I ah, give me, like, she suggests time. She says, like, what do you need, a week, a month? And then he's not saying anything, so she's like, it seems like you need more than that. And, like, what the heck, man? Yeah. I, like, this is such a common thing in, like, all kinds of romance content. The the whole idea of, like, one of us is leaving and what we want from the other person when we tell them is for them to tell us that they don't want us to leave. Like, that's such a normal thing. And it irks me just because, like... I don't know, and maybe this is the point. And I don't think that this is necessarily exactly what was going on with Hansung and Yuju. But, like, I totally understand the hesitation to tell someone that you don't want them to leave. Because at the same time, you're like, if this is a choice that is good for you and is good for, like, your career and good for, like, whatever the things that you want are, I don't want to be the person that tells you not to do it. I want to support you and be like, yes, I'm happy for you and I'm proud of you. And so it always, like, pains me when, like, it's like a whole, like, you should have told me that you didn't want me to leave. It's like, well, of course I wasn't going to do that. I'm not going to be the person to, like, shit on your dreams. Like, 
I don't know. I just like I hate that that's always the way that it is. Like, if, yeah, it, it really <laughs> nobody feels ever like... appreciates the fact that somebody cares about their future and like doesn't want to stop them from making their own decision. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it feels like when you take a second to be like, okay, well, give me time. Like you're, yeah, because the immediately telling someone to say to stay, like that feels yeah. like a selfish, like knee jerk kind of reaction. Like, yeah. A, I want things to stay the same because I'm afraid of change, and B, I'm not taking the time to consider whether or not, like, I'm holding you back. But again, that could mm-hmm. be a conversation and not this weird, like, listing of ultimatums. As a... But things were already tense yeah. at the start of the scene, so we get the idea that, like, this is where their relationship has been after everything that's gone on with the four of these people, basically. Yeah, jeez. That's how it made me feel, was Yeah. <laughs> It's it's, <laughs> it's more like the bowl has already been dropped on the floor and broken, and now we're arguing about how they should be trying to glue it back together. Yeah. <laughs> should we use the super glue or the wood glue? Which one? What I wanted was for you to tell me that you should use Gorilla Glue without hesitation. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, jeez. So then we cut back to Coffee Prince, and, um, you know, it seems like a normal day, except Everybody is just kind of, like, weird. Um, Hangul is being, like, really weird to Eun-chan and just kind of being a big jerk and, like, avoiding her. And everybody feels, like, really uncomfortable with it because yeah. no one knows what to do. <laughs> and They're so used to them just, like, being happy and they're like, oh, God, what do we do now? The, the entire staff of this restaurant has just been subjected to, like, the roller coaster that is their relationship. I feel so bad because like in the beginning they had to deal with him always being a big jerk to her and then I feel like there was this cool period in the middle where like they were better but even within that there was always this like up and down so they never know what to expect but I feel like right now might be like one of the worst periods of like no because it's it's not even like he's being like mean or mad at her he's just like straight up avoiding her yeah like can you imagine just going into work every day not knowing whether your boss and your coworkers' relationship <laughs> oh, no. is such that you're going to have a good day or a bad one? <laughs> I hate even thinking about that. That sounds so stressful. When you strip away the romantic context of this show, it really is a little bit unsettling. Oh but man, the poor employees of Coffee Prince. <laughs> even at like their worst, Unchan is still kind of having like this this fun game to herself. Because she's kind of, like, mopping in and out of frame through, like, the patio door. And mm-hmm. she's, like, she's just kind of looking over at Hong Gyul every now and then. And he's super avoiding eye contact with her. And yeah. just generally being a bad improv partner and not, like, agreeing to the <laughs> rules of this game that she set up for them. And oh, no. it really culminates in, like, she, I think she's starting to feel, like, a little bit better and feeling like she can talk to him. And so she's mm-hmm. waiting at the end of the street on her scooter, and she's kind of, like, rehearsing to herself a little bit. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. he gets in his car, and she's like, hey, you want to ride on my scooter? And then Hong Gyul's, like, gaydar kicks in, I guess. And he's like, oh, no, that's, that's a euphemism. And he's like, no, I don't want to ride on the scooter. I want to go no. home. And she's like, hey, wanna... how's grandma? Your lovely grandma who I met and who I had fun with, and we all played a game, and it was great. And he's like, don't talk about my grandma and stay two meters away from me at all times. And I'm like, she's <laughs> so dude. angsty that it physically hurts sometimes. <laughs> I And then Unchan pulls like a real boss move by starting her scooter 
and pulling in front of his car and just like burning him with like this I want to cry at you look. Yeah, she just, she pulls up Scooter and she just like dramatically turns her head and just gives him this look that's like, that's right, you made me sad. And like, (laughs) and Hunkyo like honks his horn because he he doesn't know what else to do. (laughs) To be fair, a boss move in return, if somebody pulls their vehicle in front of you to start giving you sad eyes, you just hit him with a beep beep. But but she says <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. She she opens her mouth and she's like, Man, you sure know how to beep 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 beep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she says, You sure know how to torture someone and I was like, Oh damn. Ouch. And then he just kind of shouts and he's like, get out of the road! And then she finally pulls off. (laughs) I can't even say it without laughing. It's such a sad scene and I just can't not crack up right now. It is very sad, but it's very funny also. Because it's like, it's very unsafe to drive with big puppy dog tears in your eyes on your scooter. But yeah, like, especially on a freaking scooter. I just, I just really, I'm gonna be on the lookout for a situation where somebody's trying to deliver some like impactful emotional dialogue to me, and I can just lean on my horn and just drown <laughs> it out. Because imagine if you were like in the car with someone and they were trying to have like a talk with you, and you just kind of like casually honk the horn. Yeah, especially me in the back seat having to reach around them <laughs> to lean on the horn. <laughs> Excuse me, hold on. I'm just, just... Pardon, just, just coming through. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> oh, I can't hear you over the horn. This is so weird. I guess we have to talk about <laughs> this funny. another time. The person's like, wow, the horn actually isn't even that loud because we're inside of the car. And you're like, what? Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> God. And, you're, they, they, and then they're like, hey, am I still going to get five stars for this? Or Yeah. <laughs> All right. So after um, that emotional <laughs> destruction that happened. <laughs> yeah, then it's the next day at Coffee Prince because, eh, might as well um, skip on to the next day. Mm-hmm. And we've still got this weird tension between Unchan and uh, Hangyul. And Harim kind of like looks at Hangyul, looks at Unchan, rolls his sleeves up and says, I, I'll sail this ship myself. And he like gets <laughs> to work trying to get the couple together because his boy has a crush. Oh and yeah. He's not gonna he's not about to let his boy like like he's gotta he's gotta help. He's gotta do something. Yeah, and he does it very subtly too. Oh yeah, he just wa- like he is next to oh it's the worst, but the best. <laughs> they are like doing one of their little like morning, like they're they're serving drinks like outside and there's just like a big rush of like people who want drinks and they're all like sandwich like um Unchan and like Sungi and Harim are all kind of like sandwiched together at this tiny little coffee counter. They are shoulder to shoulder, cheek to cheek, working, (laughs) getting orders from the customers at a normal volume. (laughs) And in the middle of, literally like in the middle of Unchan having to make somebody's coffee order, Harim just kind of like leans over and is like, so, uh, what do you think about being gay? And Unchan, bless her heart, doesn't even, like, blink. She's just like, mm, no feelings. Like, 
cool, whatever. Like, I don't really give a shit. A very political response. "Mm." Yeah. Like, oh, man, that it didn't even rattle her. Which I guess, to be fair, when you're like cross-dressing and pretending to be a boy, you probably have run into all these kinds of situations that at this point she's just desensitized to it. Like, (laughs) she's just like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But then Harim proceeds to be like, ahem. So my boy Hangul, um, uh huh, uh huh, and Unchan is like, I need to make coffee. I. <laughs> oh yeah, she is trapped, and he he hits her hit with the one-two punch of like, what do you think about homosexuality? Also, our boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough, very soon after, um, Hangul decides that yes, Coffee Prince does in fact deliver, and he decides this on the phone with someone asking, "Do you deliver?" He's like, "Eh, why not?" Um, and he's got to go deliver some coffee, and he's supposed to go with Harim, but Harim pulls a like, oh, ouchie, my, my tummy kind of hurt. Hey, Unchan, it looks like you have to do the delivery instead of me. Got him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Hangul is just, he's just being a biggity, biggity bitch, like, this whole... Oh, my God. It's, because, like, the delivery scene is super cute, because, like, they have, like, their boxes and their coffee cups... And they deliver everything. Yeah. And he's like, hey, if you ever need more delivery, like, let us know to the lady. And you see and everyone is there so smiling. happy. Everybody is Every, All these people walk in and they're like, these waffles smell delicious. Like, oh, wow, we're getting coffee at a meeting. Like, this whole scene is so good for, like, a couple seconds. And then we go outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they get to the car and, oh, man, it's just so painful to watch and just to think that they're in the parking lot of this office and they just made a delivery and so like anybody who can like look out the window could see them just like doing this petty like i'm in the car now i'm not in the car get out of my car i'm like oh my god (laughs) they have a radio slap fight where she's like i want to listen to music and he's like no we will sit in silence with our feelings (laughs) and he's like this will be an uncomfortable ride for all of us (laughs) He's like, I, if I put on the music, I might start to feel my emotions, and then we can't have that. Uh, it ends with him, and then like, for a second, screaming for, at her. Yeah. For a split second, it almost feels like it's going to be good, because we have a little bit of, like, admittance of feelings um, for, like, a split second, and then it just turns bad again. And I'm like, dang it, we got so close to, hey, I like you, I like you, and then it's just Hangul being like, stay away from me. He, like, pulls her out of the passenger seat of the car, and she goes and stands in front of it, and he's like, I will straight up run you over. And she's like, why haven't you? And he's like, I would have done it ten times by now. And I'm like, Jesus. (laughs) Jesus, all right, Hangul, calm down. And then Unshan very wisely asks, like, what the fuck is up, bro? Like, we were supposed to be brothers. are you kidding me? Oh. Because, yeah, if you think about it, like, yeah, everybody has been, like, thinking about their feelings, but Han Gil just kind of, like, suddenly started being mean to her again out of nowhere to her perspective. Like, she literally is like, what is going on? Like, I thought we talked about this and we were chilling and we were good. What happened? It's it's a brutal scene to watch because she's like, you did this to me, like, like, accusing him, like... I was fine before I met you, but now, like, I have, like, this extra, like, drive that I'm living with where it's, like, I need to be around him and I need to see him. And it's, like, 
I think I wrote in my notes, this angst hurts. Just be honest with each other because I'm like so like physically in pain with how like frustrated the both of them are and just how neither of them is just talking about it and i'm just like oh my god i made a note that they like they're acting the shit out of this scene because they both look like they are going to combust and explode at any moment like they're they're letting it out and also holding it in at the same time and it's it's brutal to watch jeez uh, so then we cut to sister time because it's Unchan and Unsei's room and they're they're in their respective beds. And every time I see their room, I'm always like, I wonder like what kind of rock, paper, scissors Unchan had to lose to like not get the cool elevated bed. Yeah. Because Unsei has like the bed mattress and Unchan is just kind of like on the floor. And I'm like, dang. <laughs> I wonder if Unchan was like, oh, I'll let little sis have the nice comfy yeah. bed. I could I could see that. That's that's a very Unchan thing. Or maybe she traded it for a single ice cream cone. <laughs> she, she was like, I just want ice cream. And her sister was like, give me the bed. <laughs> and Unsei is like frustrated with uh, CB this episode. Yeah, so she has been like calling him, texting him, and he has not been responding at all. And she does not, she's like so angry. And it's kind of like, I mean, because we saw how she treated CB for the majority of this show. So part of me is kind of like, ooh, refreshing. But also part of me is kind of like, oh my god, can y'all not just like... I, I feel like probably when it's paralleled with what is going on with Unchan and Hong Gyul, um, not to mention like Yuju and Han Sung, I'm like, this is like the high school romance and I feel like it should be way easier for the two of you to just be like, let's date each other and get it over with. It's it's very refreshing to see CB have like some autonomy and some power in that relationship. Yes. But yes. it's also upsetting because it's very manipulative because she texts him something and at the top of the scene, like his response is like, why? She's like, where are you? Yeah, he's like, she's why? like, how are you? What are you like? What are you doing? Or just some casual text and his response is why with two exclamation points and that's like a power move because yeah because it's like what why you want to know where i am like what's going on like and then she rightfully like is frustrated by that i would be for sure and to be fair we did see cb getting um like advice from Harim about how to deal with this situation because he anytime it cuts to him he's kind of like oh, she's calling me I don't know what to do and there was a scene where Harim was kind of like oh yeah like here's what you do That's... but we don't like really get to see what he told him we just kind of have the idea that Harim is like in on what's happening the coaching is what sort of makes me uncomfortable because like it, it just feels like manipulating like it's like okay well if you want her to come after you like this is what you do and it's like if she didn't want you when you were being super devoted and like, mm-hmm. like do do what you think is right and not really like rely on the advice of Harim, who has also been shown to be like kind of a like a flirty playboy esque kind of archetype. Yeah, it's mm. very like I don't know. It feels it feels wrong. It feels like you're I don't know. I just. Ugh. 
I get it because it's like, oh, I got to get the girl. And like the guy who gets tons of girls knows how to get the girl. But this just feels like the gateway into a relationship that lasts like two weeks. (laughs) I I think I've realized that like I just feel a little bit disappointed because I was more excited to see CB moving on and not needing that outside validation and becoming somebody who she would be more interested in and realizing that like, well, he's not doing it for her validation. But it, it yeah. just seems like the opposite of that. Like, he is acting differently to get her validation. Yeah. Ugh. And well, me- then... meanwhile, on the floor, Unchan... Yeah, Unchan is, like, having her own crisis. <laughs> she, I wrote and, she has um... a realization about the effects of catfishing on the uh, het male brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Though Unse has the right idea. She's like, just tell him. And Unchan oh, no. is yeah, like, she's absolutely like... You just told me like a week ago not to tell him and Unse is like well yeah i didn't know how much you freaking liked him and now that i do i think you should tell him and unchan is like it's i i can't i can't tell him on her on my translation uh she calls her a love idiot and i think that's the cutest thing in the world like oh you love idiot oh you love idiot i do like (laughs) that i don't think i got that line but i like it I'm well, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to have some questions later because I got a, a very interesting translation that actually kept uh, some Korean that I wasn't used to seeing. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, I will raise those questions later. All right. Um, so then after our two sisters have their talk time, now we have to cut to um, Han Sung and Han Gyul are having their cousin talk time. Because I guess sometimes you got to talk to a, a blood-related family member. <laughs> This, this scene started out strong because it just mm-hmm. kind of goes in with Han Gil being like, huh, you know, uh, Han Sung, my cuz, Yuju says that you're cheating on her. What's that about? And then yeah. he just kind of laughs it off. And I was like, damn it, I yeah. thought we were going to oh get somewhere. God. Oh, finally some movement. Just kidding. Han Sung does what he always does and kind of goes, <laughs> and then ignores what just happened. Exactly. That's his defense mechanism. Instead of shooting ink and, like, flying away, he just kind of giggles and then talks about music. (laughs) That's what he always does. Oh, yeah, and then cut back to Coffee Prince, because remember how we're having that, like, band subplot where Coffee Prince employees are becoming a band? I 100% (laughs) forgot. It was, I thought (laughs) that I had, like, skipped to a different episode or a behind-the-scenes featurette or something, but it was just... very much had kind of convinced myself that that plot had already resolved itself and that they'd already done the band performance. Um, but nope, it's it's time. <laughs> and then, like I said earlier, CB's reaction there, he's having the time of his life. And therefore, oh, he's having so, much so fun. should I as the viewer. I should right? love this. <laughs> I did write down, is this trashing the camp? Because there is like a nice little montage of them like picking up like mugs and cups and like buckets and like water bottle jugs and just like banging them and like seeing oh, yeah. what happens it was a goddamn nightmare of noise but I, they very <laughs> deliberately have the montage of them like getting different instruments and getting better and yeah like this isn't a like you've heard of garage bands but this is 100 mm-hmm. percent a garbage band because they're using like <laughs> five gallon drums of water and just like random coffee equipment to make music I think the next thing I have written down is, oh, it's grandma. 
Yes, so Grandma shows up. I also wrote down, Grandma is here. Hi, Grandma. Because Grandma's here. <laughs> and last we saw of Grandma, she wasn't doing too well. So it's good to see her on her feet. Yeah, I really thought she might spend the rest of the series in a hospital bed. And I gotta give them credit. The emotional up-down of my investment in this yeah. Grandma character is is good. It's high. Grandma shows up and Mom is here too. And they're both kind of like being looking at Unchen being like, wow, what a strapping young man. Wow. It's really so, great that so you great. say, it's really great that you say, oh, Mom's here too. Because Han Gil comes down the stairs and he goes, Grandma! And then walks over and goes, oh, Mom, you're here too. And... <laughs> Like, the exact same reaction we had where we were like, oh, Grandma's here. Oh, yeah, by the way, Mom is here. Dude, he is stone cold towards his mom, or just compared to he Grandma. cares about Grandma, like, 90%, and then Mom gets, like, the like an 8%. She gets what's left. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, yeah, Unchan gets, like, a nice moment to catch up with Grandma, uh... And she's like, oh, yeah, this is the one who visited me in the hospital with Han Gil. Like, how are you doing? Are you working hard or hardly working? And then yeah. Han Gil sits down and Unchan just kind of like <gasps> shrinks up and turns around towards the wine rack. Time to leave. Yeah. I did write down at this point because it struck me and we'll um, actually get to know more about it a little bit later, but not that much. Um, <laughs> but when I saw... Um, like mom and grandma and Hangul all in the same place, it reminded me, oh yeah, whatever happened to the whole like Hangul has another dad thing? Like, are we gonna are we gonna get back into that? <laughs> oh yeah, no. I also had the revelation of like, did we did we just leave that <laughs> plot point hanging for a little while? That's one of those and I think it's probably because it comes into the show so late. Like, it's not one of the things that they talk about in, in the beginning. They really don't introduce this, like, other man character until, like, what is it, like, episode eight or nine or something? Yeah, And definitely. so it's one of those things that every time I rewatch this series, I kind of forget happened. Um, it just didn't have that strong of an impact on me. And so, yeah, again, I was like, oh, yeah, like, what what's the deal with that again? Are we, <laughs> do we care about that? Did we drop that? <laughs> it's funny because I thought about it and I was like, oh, Maybe he's so cold to his mom because of the thing with his his two dads. <laughs> Ooh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I wish that I could even, like, pretend like I know, but I honestly don't remember what that plot point is about at all. <laughs> God. But uh, I guess that means we'll find out together. <laughs> I really hope we do, or they, I would love if they just saved that for Coffee Prince 2. Oh, yeah. Coffee <laughs> Prince 2. Coffee King. Coffee Kingdom. Oh. oh, oh, that'd be good. I would love to watch. They franchise. They yeah. to... A franchise, if you will. <laughs> so Unchan gets her nice, like, eavesdropping in while Hangul yes. talks to mom and grandma. She's also just, like, slamming bottles of wine loudly into this wall holder. Yeah, she's, you know, just, just to let him know. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. And then... Um, so then we go back and it's time to wash the dishes. Oh, really quickly before that, uh, when when he's walking Mama and Grandma out of the shop, uh, his mm. mom has a moment where we get to know, like, what does she want as a character? And she says, Ooh. you know, I would love if we could, like, travel as mother and son to somewhere. Just, like, make time for me, is what she says. Aww. And then Hong Gil goes, haha, people will think I'm a swallow. And then I had translator's note pop up on the screen that says, uh, swallow 
is a Korean term for gigolo. Okay, my my translation just went straight for gigolo. They didn't even, like, take me down the extra path. They were like, nope. (laughs) How freaked, how freaked up is that, Kara, that they're like, mom's like, I I guess more freaked up than I realized. And he's like. Because it didn't really phase me that much. Like, that's such a weird thing to joke about, A. And it's just, like, as far as, like, reasons to give your mother why you're not going to go on vacation with her. Like, ooh, oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's on the top shelf of, like, you gotta reach for it and then give that to her. But that's Dang. just, I didn't want to glaze over that because that was the moment where I had to pause just to, like, laugh it up a little bit and be like... Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And wow, I guess it just didn't affect me as much. Like, I, I kind of was just like, oh, haha, and I didn't even think twice about it because... I, I completely forgot that it happens. And then when you brought it up, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, I, maybe it was the extra layer of being like, why does he think he'd be a swall? <gasps> oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be Whoa. fair, when I watched this episode, I was eating yogurt. And I was eating one of those yogurts that has, like, the little, like, um, like the flip. So it has, like, the, the little side of, like, fun toppings and, like, inserts for the yogurt. Uh-oh. And so I might have been focusing on mixing my yogurt. <laughs> That the gigolo thing just kind of right over my head. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta mix that yogurt. Anyway, now it's time for romantic dishwashing. Because Mm. what a better place to have a romantic moment than, uh, you know, like washing dishes in the back of a cafe. Am I right? One thing that I don't get about their relationship tension is that they are always surprised to see each other at work. (laughs) Like they'll just walk into a room and be like, oh, you're here. And it's like, you knew oh he was God. working today, I'm imagining. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean, oh? <laughs> Not to mention, I'm pretty sure they don't even have like a schedule where only some of them work because it seems like all of them are at work all the Every time. day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There's only like five workers, like they need all of them. I didn't think you'd be doing dishes during closing time. Well... You know, the dishes need to be clean. Yeah, well, I guess I should have known since I saw the other four employees doing different things on my way here. (laughs) Oh, were they? I didn't notice. (laughs) God. This this kitchen noir is a little steamy in here. Imagine... How, what this series would be like if that's how everybody spoke all the time and it wasn't kind of like like comedic it was just very melodramatic oh that's just an american rom-com like if we watched yeah Days that's of why i lives. don't really watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah we have this like she's washing the dishes and he sees her and at first like for a second he's just kind of like chilling there awkwardly but then he decides he's gonna help wash the dishes and it's like a thing mm-hmm. and then who would guess if they're both washing the dishes and they're sticking their hands into the big sink full of water and the bubbles are obscuring their view of their hands, maybe, just maybe, just maybe, just maybe, they might touch hands in the dishwater. Ooh, what? Oh my god, oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> See, I can't pretend because I was actually surprised. Like, they just stopped moving for a second and I'm like, oh, what's going on? But, like, you know, if they had been washing a giant sink full of popcorn, like, I would have got it. Because, like, touching hands in the popcorn, that makes sense. But touching hands in the dishwasher, I've never seen that Never before. happens. Yeah, it's really a new spin on the hand touch um, movie popcorn uh, cliche. And Kind of fun and fresh. <laughs> they are standing there. 
shoulder to shoulder, cheek to to cheek, (laughs) just holding hands in the sink for like a minute. And yeah, I'm like, something's happening here. Since we can't see it, we don't know if it's literally just like the backs of their hands touch each other or if it was like a palm to palm deal or if they like laced fingers for a second and that's what made them pull away or like we don't know what went down in that. Yeah, or if it's like spider rules where his hand is facing uh, to his left and then she takes Uh her right hand and kind of like smothers it from the back, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a reverse handhold or if he was doing that to her. We don't know. We simply don't know. We'll, we'll never know. All we know is that there was some hand touch happening. You know, we could probably reach like, out to the actors via email. And yeah, ask. I think we should tweet them. <laughs> That's very important. I, I feel like an email would be a more direct way, but I feel like to be hip and happening with the times, we should find their Twitter accounts if they even have them. Mm-hmm. We should make a Twitter account for just for our, just Kiss Already and just to ask We actually these have co- one. Surprise! <gasps> We can use it to ask the asked actors questions. <laughs> Just uh, in case anyone wasn't aware, I am in charge of our social media. <laughs> hey, you know, we know it was like nine, eleven years ago or something, but like, how how exactly were you guys holding hands in the water? <laughs> and that's when they're going to be like, actually, we faked it. We we were just holding separate sponges, and we let your mind do the assuming. They're going to be like, actually, those were our stunt doubles, so we don't actually know what happened. Yeah, our hand model doubles. <laughs> oh man brilliant uh anyway so now that we've awkwardly kind of held hands in the sink um and then like taken them away very quickly because oh my gosh that's that's so awkward um it's time to cut to um a couple that we haven't seen in a little bit uh and that is Unchan's mom and mr ku this this was an important scene like for mm-hmm. my for my mental and emotional state because yeah. what's happening in it is that the butcher is being like, I, no, you don't want to date me, so I'm not going to be your friend. I'm on matchmaking service. I've got butcher Tinder right now. It's butch R. <laughs> and, and she's like, wow, you're a child. This is dumb. We've been neighbors for seven years. Like, what was I supposed to do? Bye. Yeah. She, like, throws the money bye. at him, and it's like, bye. And I'm bye. like... Oh my god, she just called him out for being as mature as our leads. Yeah. Literally. So I'm glad that, like, Mama is here to be, like, good romance role model. Yeah, me too. Like, she, every time we've kind of had, like, a cut of her and Mr. Koo, she's always kind of, like, taken things into her own hands and been very, like, direct about what she wants and, like, stuff. And it's just kind of refreshing to see amid all of these freaking, like young youngins being like eh, dating feelings how do i respect (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's no there's no positive relationship role model in this show for a while it was like yuju was like an island unto herself of like positive strategies but like Mm -hmm. she's gotten sucked into the han sung meyer as it were yeah ugh Anyway, so I, hey, yeah. you remember how we have a band? Well, now it's time for us to finally perform as a band. So this is where one of my translation questions comes up. When the oh yes yes the swarm of girls is talking to Unchan, sort of like at the gate, getting their ticket information or whatever. They kept mm-hmm. they kept saying "opa." And yeah, I I did not know what that meant in this context at all. 
So this is similar to, um, in the very first episode, we actually had a similar thing happen where when uh, Unsei calls Unchen, like right from the get-go, when she's like sitting down at the old cafe before the remodeling with CB, she mm-hmm. immediately calls Unchan Opa, which that is like a, a like an honorific um and it basically is just like when you're a younger girl referring to an older male that you are close with, um, that like not like a big age gap. Like usually you like, oh, like I would call my older brother like Opa kind of deal. Oh. Um so Unsei would call Unchen that because that would be her older sibling. So using Opa is just like basically using that word for older brother. And then her friends would because that's like, I mean, you know, their friend's older brother, but also like an older male that they're like close with or that they see in like a, like they're, they're close. They're, they're friends. They're not like distant, (laughs) like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. we don't really have a similar system in English. So it's kind of hard to put it into words, but yeah, it's, it's kind of just being like older bro or like older brother or older male friend. And then I guess I can assume that some of the other things like, uh, Ajusi would be honorific for older male uh, yeah, that one's more, uh, sometimes you'll see it translated as like uncle. Um, oh. A lot of times they are like familial terms. Um, but yeah, it's like older, but not like, oh, a couple years older or like, you know, it's more like, I don't know, like an older. Uh, I wish I had better words to describe it, but like we really don't have a similar thing in English. So like. <laughs> I, I'm picking up what you're putting down because it reminds yeah. me of, uh, there's some similar stuff in Japanese, which I'm like. Yeah, definitely. I think the best way to think about it is honorifics. Yeah. By saying that she's basically saying, like, she's basically deliberately insinuating that Unchan is male. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keeping keeping up the charade. Yeah. If she were to refer to her as she normally would with Unchan being female, because she's a younger girl referring to an older girl, she would be using the term uh, Ani. Oh. And you actually will see, might see this later because CB uses the word Nuna. I think he says Nunim, which is like a little bit more respectful than just Nuna. And that's a younger male referring to an older female. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I've, I'm, I'm glad that I learned something today. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so it, I'm sorry that after that digression, we're back at no, the bombastic yeah. party scene. Yeah. Where... <laughs> I also just want to say, I know I've said this before when we talk about it, but just kind of as a disclaimer, I am not a speaker of Korean. Um, I don't really speak Korean as like a second language, let alone like a native language, but I do study linguistics. So that's kind of where my perspective and my knowledge of language comes from. So just kind of want to put that on the line to be like, I'm not claiming that I speak this language. I just know things about language because I study language. Yes. Anyway, and let's get I am back a, into it. And I am a biologist, so when I saw oh, Uni, cool. I immediately thought of Sea Urchin Row. And that is Oh, all. good. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> just wanted to put that in words, just in case. So I don't think anyone's going to yell at us on Twitter, but if they were, I could be like, hey, I said it. Yeah. Please go to episode 10 at the X hour mark, X minute mark, X second mark. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, um, so yes, it's it's time to be a band. Because that's <laughs> what we do at Coffee Prince is we be a band, yeah, I guess. Yeah, be a band. You must be swift as a chorus singer. <laughs> be a band. With all the strength of a great typhoon. Be a band. <laughs> 
with all the strength of a raging fire. Mysterious as the dark side of the, the moon. moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Really killed it. Yep. Hit those notes. I got them. Uh, anyway, so it's time DJ CV is looking okay, fly. Yes. I wrote down everybody's name in my translation exactly as it, it came across because I wanted to see if you got the same things or not. Oh, I did the same. Oh, yeah. We're, so we're we here. have this. <laughs> yeah, we have this little sequence where DJ CV uh, or DJ Minyop as he says his own name, because he calls himself that, and we call him CB. If, as long, if he, he self-identifies as DJ Minyup, then who are we to deny him? It's Yeah, it's true. It's fair. But he is kind of doing this little, like, roll call of all that he's like, let's meet the princes of Coffee Prince, and he's, like, roll calling them all in. So first off, we have Mr. Hong, uh, which I got the, um, I got the, the title, Sick of Everything Hong. <laughs> Yep, so did I. <laughs> okay, good. Incredible. Uh, next up, next up is Hangyul, which uh, my translation gave me totally precious Hangyul. Ooh, I got the same again. We're two for two. Really? Ooh, look at us. We're matching up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the intro for Unchan was Urara Unchan. Yeah, I got the I got the same. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still unpacking that one, but the next one was narcissistic harem yes oh very good and then last but not least because i mean why not call him what he does like that's the age that we live in where your name is your um what you do and so sungi just gets waffle sungi <laughs> yeah it's a real call me by your noms situation <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i really like i don't know i i guess Maybe just because he's such, like, a heartthrob in the Coffee Prince-like atmosphere and just in general, I really thought they were going to give him something like that. But maybe they were like, you know what? He already gets enough attention as it is. Let's just call him Waffle Sungi and be done with it. <laughs> I, I'm like... And, and then he does his own introduction, as any good host does. Yes, uh, And he's like, give it up for DJ Minyup. And then the crowd yeah, just goes nuts. In, in my in my transition, he says like, um, "Who do you love the most? Me, DJ Minyo." <laughs> he oh, basically tells precious. them who's the best. <laughs> that's amazing. Because when he said that, I was like, "Wait, is there another character that I've forgotten?" But no, he was just yeah. himself up. Nah, he just wanted to hype himself up. Now, um, this so they me, have. Huh? This is this has made me very curious. What would your Coffee Prince Jamboree introduction name? Oh be? my gosh, I'm not sure. I, I really don't know what my role would be in. I mean, in totally Coffee precious Prince. is already taken by Hangyul, but that's like a dang close. it. I was really gunning for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't can't copy any of the others. Do you? Are you asking this because you already have one in mind? No, no, I'm I'm legitimately oh, like because okay. like if we were gonna do I was an like, event, you want to give like, me an example? Well, we could just make one up as we go along. I'd be like, oh, man, it's Mumble Boy Jaren. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mumble Boy Jaren. I guess I could be like, alrighty, Rini. It's oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They call him title of the episode boy, Jaren. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which speaking of title of the episode, do you have one for episode 10? 
Uh, I do actually, uh, and it are is... you waiting until we get to a, a better spot or? Uh, yeah, I'd say let's let's wait. Okay, okay, we'll keep it in mind. I just mm-hmm. remembered, and I was like, oh, because we do love to get the title of the episode. <laughs> um, but anyway, before before we can get to that, really quick, we need to have this coffee concert that is going on. Um, and it's honestly, it's one heck of a concert. Like they start off with a cool big like drum sequence. Mm-hmm. and it's like they have like some of them kind of have like these like bucket things and some of them have like big like water jugs like the ones that you put in like the break room water dispenser yeah yeah oh did you hear that there was thun- there's like thunder going off over my house oh no i didn't hear that oh we'll see we'll see if that comes through in the recording but i was like what is that and it's probably the thunder but yeah they're like they're drumming they're having a good time harim comes up he's like doing the wave with his arms and he's like pointing at the crowd um what would would you say their genre of like music and performance is um you know without without including the drum sequence because i feel like that was kind of its own thing Mm -hmm. we then cut to the the song performance and i think that they probably went to google and typed in songs about coffee (laughs) that's a good genre and we're like, that's what we need to perform. See, I, I wrote down uh, Hawaiian Trash Jamboree because I that's felt true, like... That's true, they were wearing Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, I felt like that was a conscientious choice that they went with. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I feel like they were going for it because, like, the song that they picked, That's About Coffee, had that very, like, um like the island rhythm kind of vibe. I very much wanted to write down all the lyrics for the song, but I got about three lines in and I was laughing too hard to keep writing. I just really like the part that goes, a cup, a cup, a cup, a cup, a cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. I love it's, coffee. I like I coffee. Love I love tea. <laughs> I, I love, love the Java Jive and it loves me. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was, it was honestly very good. Like it looked like everyone was having a good time. And they were doing, they were doing the damn thing. Like, it looks fun. was playing piano and like everyone, like Harim and um, CB were kind of do like the main, the main male like singer dancers. And they were doing like their little fan service where they would like turn and like pop their ass a little. And like, it was mm. pretty good. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. Hey. <laughs> also, we kept cutting to, um the audience and we would see all the audience members that were sitting there like including um like Unse and her friends and then also a Han Sung was there um but also in the back there would be like a standing crowd and it looked huge and I kept being like where are they like standing in the street <laughs> <laughs> like Dude, is this just like all the people that heard the the music and were like hey what's going on over here <laughs> I wonder who their promoter is that they can have a standing room only show as their I premiere. know. <laughs> uh, anyway, they have the concert and it goes super well. Everyone's like, heck yeah. Um, and then we just kind of have this crash cut to Waffle Boy getting like crunk. Like he's, there's music blasting in the empty cafe and he's just like dancing. <laughs> he does <laughs> not care who is watching. Yeah, you know, it's like a uh, live... Or work like you don't need the money, live like your life doesn't depend on it, and dance like your daughter and uh, child's location are known to you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he is just having a good time, and then, like, Hansung and Hong Gyul are kind of, like, chilling. 
Yeah, they're like the old men on the couch, and I think they even have a line about like, oh man, it's great to be young. Yeah, because yeah, the like Harum starts dancing, and CB and Harum are having fun, and then Waffle Boy is like, hey, Unchan, come dance with me. And Unchan is like, no, stop it. And um, I think it's CB sees what happening, what's happening, and he kind of like cuts in, and he's like, dance with me instead. And then... <laughs> this is where we get to uh, my title for this episode. Okay, good. So, uh, the title for this episode is uh, Hangil Pops Off, or Ooh. Evo 2020. <laughs> oh my god. Because the second that, like, Unchan's like, hey, maybe don't try to tango with me right now, Sungi, Hangil puts, like, both arms, uh, both hands on the arms of this couch, and he's, like, standing with his butt hovering over the seat, like, he's about to run over there and tackle him. And it's like, oh, yeah, oh boy. he does not look happy. Sure are possessive of this person who you don't even want to be friends with anymore. And then CB cuts in. He's like, oh, yeah, don't worry. Like, I got it. He's like, haha, I'll dance with you and starts dancing with Sunky. So, oh. yeah, we have, we have, the, oh, yes. Unchan has a present for Han Sung. Yes, that's right. So Unchan, now that she's escaped the, um, the, the claws of dance, she goes <laughs> over to Han Sung. And she's like, oh, she like sits down on the on the ground in front of them. And she's like, oh, hey, I have this gift for you. And she like pulls it out from behind the ledge. <laughs> yeah, whatever, her secret hiding place. She's like, here you go. And the like she gives him the first coffee beans that she ever roasted. And Han Gyul just does not look happy. He's so upset about what is happening in front of him. Yeah, he... He looks, like, disheveled and angry, and he's just, like, slumped, no spine in his chair. And he's like, Heh, how come you treat Unchan like a grill? <laughs> because she accepted hey. his gift, I guess? That means yeah, because, treating you her know, like a girl. If, you, if you, someone gives you a gift and you tell them that the gift is, like, very nice, that means yeah. you're, you're flirting? I don't know. <laughs> If he thought that she was a guy, would he have been like, wow, thanks for the gift, I guess. Like, do you just have yeah, to be right? more sun with like... your male friends? Oh, you gave me coffee beans? I don't even drink coffee, but whatever. Like... <laughs> These are fine. I guess I'll plant them. I don't know. I'm not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a girl. Oh, these beans are roasted? Just like you right now? Oh, snap. Got High it. five. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't imagine. Uh, Hangul's follow-up question, he's like, what, you like men or something? Just yeah. asking for a friend. <laughs> you smile well, at me, too. Gay? So is this just how you are? And it's like, Bro, Are you just gay? I can't smile? You chill. Yeah. I don't know what makes me matter. The fact that this is his, uh, weird emotional retaliation. Uh -huh. Or that, like, he's also picking up on emotions that are there. Because on one hand, he's kind of being a little bit bigoted, but on the other hand, he's also picking up on stuff that's actually there. So it's like yeah. this weird gray area. So Hangul's making all these comments. And Unchan is like really sad, and you can kind of like see it in her face that like this is making her upset, and she's like, you know what? Screw this, and just kind of like storms off. Yeah, like, she's kind of really obviously upset. Like, you'd kind yeah. of have to be a really bad friend to just kind of keep going. Yeah, jeez. Oh, but but Hangul does. Um, and so she storms off, and Hansung is like, all right, I'm going to go, like, check on her. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then, like... See, did, did your translation also say her? Because at this point, mine did. I don't remember, honestly. If, if it, it probably didn't because I didn't notice it. Uh, I freaked out, and I like, I, like, circled it and squared it in a box. And it's like, why are you treating her like this? But I think it might have uh-huh. just been a translation error. Yeah. Or it's very possible that the word that they used wasn't initially gendered, and they just mm. gendered it, like, to say her, because... I thought they were giving me, like, huge plot revelations at oh, a no. notice. <laughs> nah, it was probably just uh, some kind of a translation thing. But Hansung goes after her, and um, they end up kind of, like, he ends up basically, like, taking her home. Um, yeah. And as they're walking, God, it's just, like, it's kind of really sad, because, like, you can see how much Unchan like, really likes Hangyul. This, like, th- there's a lot of honesty in this scene and a lot of, like, tearing away the, like, the excuses, she says. Mm-hmm. Because she's sort of going through them and she's like, oh, man, you know, I am I have to keep working at Coffee Prince because I need the money. And she's like, well, you know, that's just an excuse. And she's like, but I love coffee so much. And, like, I love being able to learn about coffee. But that's just an excuse. And then she just, like, breaks down on the ground and is like, but I, I like him so much. And like needing to be around him and like see him every day and joke around like really sucks that i can't do that right now god yeah it like it hurt and uh they also play some non-diegetic music over this Mm -hmm. which is is like contrasting to the scene earlier when it was her and hankyul in the car and yeah. eventually he does, like, turn the radio on. And they listen to, like, the saddest song in the world right then. Of course they, they do. They just sit in the car together and cry. But now it's like there's just music playing from the universe to over- underscore how, like, just... She's racked with, like, yeah. bad feelings. And to Hansung's credit, like, he gets her home and he does, like, an okay job of not being a creep for once. Yeah, he does say this line to her that's like, uh, like, whether you're crying or laughing, I just love watching you, or just watching you brings me joy. And Yeah, which is I like to say to somebody crying. Yeah, I, like, get how that was, like, meant to be, like, oh, like, you know, you make me happy. But I'm sorry, if watching someone cry brings you joy, that's a little weird, and I don't like it. <laughs> It almost didn't register for me because I already knew that he was a sociopath. So I was like, that checks out. Like, this I just kind of like, like, I get what they were going for. But, oh, it just really rubbed me the wrong way that he had to explicitly state, like, crying and then say, watching you brings me joy. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I have it written right here in quotes, actually. Watching you brings me joy. uh, And then a little hyphen. And then the quote is attributed to sicko. (laughs) Ah, <laughs> oh, dang it, sicko. Always oh, saying sick stuff. <laughs> I he, did he write, tri- um... Hmm? Oh, I was just gonna say about the next kind of quote that he has where he says, like, don't hide anything around me. Like, just yeah. be the emotions that you are feeling. I did write, um, after this sequence, uh, maybe if I didn't hate Hansung so much, I would be happy for this friendship. Like, I feel like if I already didn't dislike Hansung so much because I've seen him being super shitty just in all kinds of situations, then maybe I would be like, I'm glad that Unchan has this friendship and that she has this like in her life. 
Because I feel like what happened then with their walk home was kind of what she needed in the moment. But God, I hate Hansung and I don't want like, I don't want to do- be happy. It doesn't get better. Like I I started out this episode, I was like, okay, maybe he's on the road to redemption. And then like, yeah. no. Nope. <laughs> no. Because no, I think not. the next scene is uh I wrote Return of the Disaster Couple. Oh my uh, god. Because he's driving home and uh Yuju calls and he picks up. Yes, because like, just before he leaves to go after um Unchan, Hang Gil makes a comment. He's like, Hey, you know Yuju is on her way here and he's like, I gotta go help out my friend. Oh um, shit. So yes, yeah, so he knew that Yuju was on her way to the cafe, um, but he went anyway. And so then Yuju calls him and is like, Hey, where are you? And he's like, Oh, I'm I'm on my way home. I have the, the transcript here. Ooh. Uh so Yuju says, or here, Han Sung says, I'm coming home. Yuju says, is Unchan with you? His response is to just be silent for like a good couple seconds. Uh. And then Yuju says, did you send her home? And he goes, yeah. And she says, cool, I'm with Han Gyul. And then uh, Han Sung says, you know, they like each other. Uh, and then Yuju says, oh, I don't know what to say to that. Should I comfort you? Because like your your fake girlfriend likes your cousin, being the implication me there. So much. And he says, "No, I'm fine." <laughs> and she says, "All right, I know." And it's like, I and it that's was, it. It was so uncomfortable. This phone conversation was so uncomfortable. Mm. Oh the my heat god! Has been turned up. I just like, like, come on. Come on, dude. Are you serious? Like, come on. There, there was like a lot of the, cause like we we would always be like, oh man, you Jew's so cool, like always doing like the right thing. And then here, it's kind of like she's making a couple passive aggressive moves, like not unwarranted at all. But like the reintroduction of DK last episode mm. is kind of like set her on this different path that I think is ultimately gonna be better for her. Yeah, uh, but getting there right now and navigating out of this like weird toxic miasma yeah like, we're seeing how uncomfortable and awkward it is <laughs> and then yuju kind of turns to Hong gyul and is like i've done wrong by you Ugh. and i i wish that they had kind of gone further with that because i i'm just kind of left to my own interpretation of what that means yeah yeah i know i kind of i wish they talked a little more because it's like, does she feel like she's led him on in any way? Which, like, I wouldn't super agree with. Uh, does she feel like maybe she should have chosen him over giving Hansung another chance? Or does she feel like because she's ultimately going back to DK that she was doing him wrong by, like, kind of letting him be waiting in the wings? But, like, we, I, I no way of knowing. Yeah, I know. I guess, yeah, my, my initial thought would have maybe been that it means that she's saying, like, oh, like, I could have chosen you and I didn't. Um, but, yeah, they, it could be a lot of things. I don't really know. I guess maybe that's why they didn't go into it, because they wanted to leave it ambiguous. Yeah. I mean, that, that could just be a very strong, like, writing decision that now we have to kind of be like, oh. But oh. I like to have things spelled out for me. <laughs> Dang it, I was really hoping they told me what was going on. How am I supposed to know what the character's feeling if they won't look at the camera and say it? <laughs> so then after all of that, we go back to Coffee Prince and Harum is still still doing doing his thing. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, I've actually kind of forgotten what I meant by this, but I wrote down Harim's Rimquisition continues. <laughs> Rimquisition. And I don't know if that means that he's he's still kind of harassing Unchan about their yeah. sexuality. Or... Um, this scene happened and I panicked. Um, and oh. uh, nothing bad happened, but just like my subconscious brain was like, oh no. And I was like, uh oh. And then it was fine. So <laughs> this, there was, um, I mean, because of what happens very soon in this episode, but there was, there were a lot of moments like this where just anytime that Ha Rim was on screen for a second, I was like, is this it? Oh, this isn't it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we're back at Coffee Prince and, um, Ha Rim's doing his thing, but then we cut to, um, Yuju is with DK. Donkey oh, Kong dude. is here in the flesh, and he's they're like holding their shoes and walking through grass. For a second, I thought they were like in Central Park, and I like clutched my pearls. But then I was like, "Wait, no, they're talking about still maybe going to New York, so they couldn't possibly." She's be already there. done it. She was like, "You know what? Screw it. I'm just going to New York." And honestly, if she had made that decision, I'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would support her one hundred percent. And he, like, he is just the cockiest. Like, he makes early episodes Hong Gil look like a oh saint. Oh my god. Because he's just kind of, like, swaggering through this park. He pulls out, like, a plane ticket, and he gives it to her, and he's like, hey, hold on to this. And she's like, I haven't decided. And he's like, hold on to it. And then she's like, okay. It literally, <laughs> it all starts with a little bit earlier in the episode, um, Yuju is complaining a little bit about, like, Oh, DK told me to meet him at the best restaurant in Seoul. Like, what's the best restaurant in Seoul? And I'm like, wow, like you're about to, you're going to schedule a date with someone and that's what you're going to say. Listen, I would love to date a riddle master. (laughs) I really just want to date the Riddler. (laughs) If you, if with me, you want to be first, you answered my questions three. So DK is not only Donkey Kong, he's like Riddle Master Donkey Kong, and we're just like, oh, um, okay. <laughs> if you want to meet Manana, first you must bring me okay. Banana. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Uh, I mean, we waited about ten episodes for yeah. him to show up, so you know we were going yeah. to have <laughs> We're going to have to milk him for all for, these words. Yeah, we got him. Um, anyway, after that weird, like, walking in a field of grass scene, we crash cut to this, like, daycare, and we just see Sungi, like, looking in through the window, and, like, this whole sequence just gave me anxiety, because Sungi literally just, like, walks into the room, and I'm like, how is he allowed to just enter this freaking daycare? Like, there, there has to be a system of, like, oh, if you want to come in, we have to, like, confirm that you're one of these children's, like, parent or guardian or something, and he just walks right on in, and he just, like, sits down with a kid, and he's like, hey, and this kid is like, who are you? And he says, a chef. <laughs> Same. I was like, I wasn't convinced that he wasn't about to just lift one of these kids and like walk out. Like I was like, what does this daycare not have like a system in place to like, like I remember when I like worked as a camp counselor back in the day, it used to be like, oh, like someone would come in and we would request for their ID and 
parents would get really mad at us sometimes because they would be like, I was here yesterday. Like, you know who I am. You know who my kid is. And I would be like, I don't care. I'm still requiring you to give me ID because I'm just making sure that the child you're picking up is the child that you are supposed to be picking up. Like, it does not matter that I've seen you every day. I'm still going to do this just in case. It's like, it's, it's really common sense. And like, I think part of, he evades capture because like the children recognize him as one of their own. (laughs) Because he sits down next to them and all these kids are immediately comfortable. Nobody's like even side-eyeing him. They're like, as long as he doesn't touch my blocks, I don't (laughs) give a shit. They're like totally cool with it. The kid is just kind of like, hey, who are you? And he says, a chef. And the kid's like, I, that's all I needed. (laughs) (laughs) I read about those in my, my picture book. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, chef, I know what those are. Mm, make a pancake, I see. A waffle, actually. Yeah. Uh, and tomato tomorrow. Then I guess Waffle Boy <laughs> leaves because then we cut to, like, the kid getting dropped off with his mom and Waffle Boy, like, watching from the distance. And I'm like, so nobody, like, at any point questioned this man. They didn't even know that it happened. He walked in, sat down with a kid, and, like, nobody knew. <laughs> He, like, follows the bus to this yeah. woman's home. And I I do not know who to root for, but boy, am I slowly turning against the guy who just kind of shows up at daycare <laughs> just like, and follows How did that ride. happen? Like, how did nobody stop him? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. And then uh, back at Coffee That's Prince. That's right, because we've always got to go uh, back to Coffee Prince. Hangul back at it again, breaking the laws of uh, employer-employee personal yeah, space. Yeah, he, like, cannot decide if he's going to... Like, I feel like this whole episode was him struggling with how much he likes her just because he was like, no, I'm going to, like, stay away and I'm going to avoid you so I can figure things out so I can not feel things. But then the second anything happens, mm-hmm. he's suddenly like, oh, I want to be close to you again. And so he's, like, going to touch your hand in the dishwasher and going to, like, tie your apron for you. <laughs> he, like, can't help himself from borderline sexually harassing And he's, like, him. so bad at tying this apron because it takes him, like, a solid minute and nothing happens. It's, like, a solid minute of him fumbling around with the ties of the apron and not making any progress until Unchan finally pushes him away and is like, I got it, and ties that shit in five seconds flat. It was, like, a little bit like Red Riding Hood because he's like, bro, what a narrow waist yeah. you have. Bro, what feminine <laughs> hips you have. Bro, what soft, pillowy lips you have. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, it's very like, what is going on? <laughs> and then CB enters and hugs Unchan because he's stoked that his angel is like now finally meeting him more than halfway, I guess. Yeah, he finally scored a date and he's like, heck yeah. And then Hankyul pops off round two. He's got the run back and he just about runs over to CB to, like, break up that hug and be like, hey, don't you have work he can't, to do? He's, he's trying so hard to play this, like, I'm going to stay away from you. But he cannot stop himself from angrily looking at it, every male within, like, two feet of Unchan and also just, like, trying to touch her. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this is, like, the ultimate yeah. gay panic. Because not only is he panicking about himself maybe being gay... 
but he's so possessive that he's also panicking over whether or not any of his other employees might be gay for he's like employees. any gun could be gay so at this point just... anyone could be gay <laughs> <laughs> he's playing the ultimate defense because you just oh never my know God. <laughs> so then all of a sudden oh, guess we... what it's time for us to finally maybe get another puzzle piece in this freaking two dad scenario yeah, we cut to the different show that's taking place within Coffee Prince called My Two Dads. Uh, and we get, like, a little more piecemeal of information revealed because uh, Hankyul's dad is there and he's talking to this other man. And the other man kind of is like, hey, did you tell mom that I'm mm. here? And I was like, oh, shit. Are they brothers? Is this Hankyul's uncle? Like, what's going on? And... The Hankyul's dad says to the other man, oh, it's, you're here because you miss Hankyul, right? Hmm. And then we don't get an answer. We never do. These characters love to sit in silence instead of just saying something. I think as a man, like, once you turn 50, like, your communication abilities just delete <laughs> yeah. themselves. And all you know how to do is sit quietly in a room with other men and drink, like, moderate Han Sung is just, like, early on it, because he already, he has, he's already mastered that, like, just not responding to the question. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Gosh. Yeah, and then we get pretty much zero answers. We get, like, more questions, honestly, from that scene. <laughs> very, very true. Anyway. But, I mean, I'm intrigued. Back to Coffee Prince, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Back at it again at Coffee Prince. So Unchan is on the phone with Hansung, having a little friendly chat on the phone, uh, because Hansung has like tried the coffee beans that she roasted, and so she's being like, "Oh, like I think I might have burnt them, so they might be like stronger." Do you like? And he's like, "Oh, they're really good." And she's like, "Oh, you like your coffee strong?" And they're like having a, a nice little chat. And Hangyul. Yeah, is, like while she's doing dishes. Yeah, because. Unchan has to be doing dishes for something to happen. This is the new is the dick in or out. It's is Unchan doing dishes. Is hand soapy. Is therefore hand can soapy. proceed. Um, but Hangyul is not happy and he's like, I need to interrupt this because if not, I will be sad and pouty. And so he does. Oh. He just starts like jingling these plates together and making as much noise as possible. To the point where Uchan's like, what? I, I gotta let you go. Yeah. Some, some asshole next to me is just clinking plates and cutlery together. And then Hangil decides the, the best thing to do in this in this situation. Since he cannot decide, does he want to put his hands on Unchan or does he want to ignore her? He's like, might as well revert back to being an angry boss and always blaming everything on her. Because Harim comes back and he's like, oh, it's like really mean customer was like yelling at me because the cup like wasn't like she didn't like how the cup was washed and so like she got really mad and Hangyul is like perfect opportunity to turn to Unchan and like berate her as an employee <laughs> yeah oh boy I can't wait to snap again right like he he honestly just does not know what to do and he keeps making the wrong decision <laughs> yeah he finally takes all that like energy and he just pops off at Unchan instead and like she's not super phased by it like I feel like early episodes Unchan would have been like oh geez I'm so sorry I'm so sorry but I don't know if it's because she's like getting used to this or because she's just not taking his bullshit as much anymore yeah she's kind of like yeah like okay I'm sorry I'll clean up the store late tonight like after my shift yeah. because I made a mistake like whatever which is kind of sad <laughs> yeah 
but like i was happier to see her not like fighting back and in getting emotionally invested and engaging in that yeah that's true because they used to have like those legendary like shouting matches early on where they would just kind of bitch at each other oh yeah the good stuff <laughs> we'll get back there someday i know it for now let's go back to um hansung and yuju where you do, do we have to yep we do we gotta i mean you know what we could just start skipping their parts we could just pretend like that's not Ooh. a part of this series and <laughs> <laughs> i love revisionist coffee prints but no, i feel like he's gonna be important later and <laughs> whatever fine <laughs> the writer likes him yeah so we have to keep talking about it but we come back and yuju is basically like so i'm going to new york with dk here it is. And Hansung is like, bleh, bleh, no, I don't. Not even that she's like starting, uh, not even that she's just going to New York with DK. She's like, yeah, I'm starting over with him. Like, he really likes me. Uh, and like, her hair looks pretty frazzled at this time. So I was like, what's what's going on? And Hansung immediately launches into, he's like, oh, I'm wavering. And like, I'm still wavering now. But like, please don't go. And he starts to get like actually emotional. And Yuju was like, you know, thanks for like finally asking me to stay. Yeah, literally like, he has his first little outburst where he's like, no, no, I like want you to stay. And she's like, thanks for saying that. <laughs> and she's kind of like, well, you know, like, why are you even like fighting for me to stay? Like you're in love with her. Mm. And I was like, God, please, no. God, don't tell please, him no. that. No, no, no. <laughs> don't put him on this path, please. <laughs> I literally wrote down, Hansung, shut up. Stop yelling at Yuju. God, I hate you, Hansung. Because <laughs> this whole just little sequence, I was like, oh my God, just get out. You you lose, okay, Hansung? You lose. Get it? You you just, lost. Yeah. Leave. <laughs> you, you, you started out single in the beginning of this show. Just go back to that. Like, leave these people alone Ugh. and let them get their shit together. Oh and... man. Uh, then we cut to uh, back to Coffee Prince and all the boys are heading out and they're like, yeah, work is over. Let's go get some I... food. I love this scene because, like, I, most of them are living together. Yes. Is, is, is CB also living with the Hong household? I don't think so. He might be. I don't yeah. I don't know if there's no part in the series I remember them like explicitly saying that it's happening. But if he was, I wouldn't right. be surprised. And so it's like the four of them walking in, they're in their street clothes and they're like swaggering down the street having a good time. And they're like, Man, it's it's pretty stupid that Unchan has to like clean the whole place by himself. Yeah. And then uh I think who slips up here? Um, it's not necessarily like CB has a small slip up because this is where he says Nuna or Nunim in this case, mm. and then um, right. at first Harim kind of writes it off, but then Mr. Hong makes a comment, and I don't remember exactly what it was, but Harim is just kind of like, oh no, Mr. Hong says something along the lines of like, oh like boy or girl it shouldn't matter like they they like each other and harim kind of yeah. turns around and is like do you know something that i don't know 
And then they all kind of start being like, oh, like, you don't know. You're the only one who doesn't know. And then finally, Waffle Boy is just kind of like, Unchan is a girl. And, like, pretends, like, keeps going. <laughs> yeah, he just, like, lets that let out. And he's like, so can we talk about where we're going to get dinner Yeah, next, he's or... like, oh, my God, here it is. Are you happy now? And he's like, all of you knew? And they're just like, yeah, whatever. Like, yes, we knew. It's old news, Harim. And... Sorry. <laughs> They get to the end of the street and Harim's like standing in front of them being like, well, what is blah, 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 blah. And CB just like lifts him like luggage. <gasps> yes, and like carries he him literally a hole in the wall. picks him up like a plank of wood, turns him sideways and just carries him in. It was magnificent. Oh, it was so <laughs> good. Uh, so then they're in the house and Harim is just like being angry and like Mr. Hong is saying like good things being like, hey, come on, like, you know. She has to keep it a secret. She asked us to keep it a secret. Just, like, let her have it. Like, it's whatever. And Harim is just, like, Mr. not Hong. happy. Mr. Hong has, like, a really interesting perspective on, like, love and their relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, working off of the assumption we have where, like, he was in love with this woman and uh, something happened to her. She passed or she broke up with him. Uh, he's, like, listen, like some of the best parts of the relationship is when you're like, you don't know yet and you're like fighting and there's a lot of like emotions running high. And he's like, someday they might look back on this and be like, that was a great time. And like, we can't just decide to take that away from them right now. Yeah. Which is like, that's an extremely bittersweet perspective to have. Yeah. I think he even and says something I think it like, makes sense. I think he even says something like losing love is like the best part or something like that. And it's just kind of like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. He's getting high off that melancholy. Ouch. Yep. <laughs> um, and Harim is just kind of angry. And I mean, like, to be fair, Harim is like Hongil's boy. So he's the only one who, like, has actually had the conversation with Hongil about Unchan and knows his feelings, not just from observation, but from, like, actually hearing it from him. And so I guess I can see why he would be so much more heated about this than anyone else would be. Um, because he, like, that's, Hangul is his boy. And so he's like, hey, listen, like, this whole thing is, like, affecting him. And, like, but at the same time, I'm like, Harim, just chill. Okay, just chill. Chill. <laughs> I wrote down that, like, Harim is not playing with these fools. Yeah. He's like, no, I know something. Like, I'm not going to keep a secret that I didn't agree to keep. Like, I'm here gonna let my boy know because he didn't shave last week and it was gross he had like five hairs on his upper lip and then i went back there recently and there's just shaving cream mess all on his window like it's super streaky he put shaving cream on every <laughs> single window in that house and he didn't wash every off all of it <laughs> uh, so he takes out his phone to like message uh han kyul and Mr. Hong kind of turns to CB and he's like, get it from him. And <laughs> they him. take the phone and they just kind of manhandle him out the door. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell if it was out the door or if it was like in a room and they just locked him in a room. <laughs> oh, that's so much better. That's, that's what I was picturing was them. that they just like put him in the room and they were like, sorry, you're on house arrest. <laughs> that's marvelous. Uh, anyway, so then we cut to... Um, Hangul is driving and he's thinking because the best place to think is in the car. This this was like this 
next sequence that we're going to be talking about is so much thought put into mm-hmm. it because he's sitting in the car and he's hearing voiceover of Unchan. Mm-hmm. So like you, it's like, oh, it's on his mind. And like this car where he's like had good time riding across the bridge with this kid who's never been in a vehicle before apparently and like isn't sitting properly and being a goofball. And then the progression of like driving late at night to the hospital and the progression of them arguing in the parking lot. Like, this car is, like, the cradle of their relationship. Mm -hmm. So for him to be, like, stuck in it, basically living in his car emotionally, and going through all that was, like, a very powerful moment. Yeah. So then we see uh, Eun-chan is, like, cleaning up. And, you know, just having a pretty good time. Just cleaning up, doing things. And then we see that she's, um, there's, like, a part of the little mural that um, Yuju painted on the wall that's, like, chipped and, like, missing a thing. So she's kind of, like, filling in the little petals. Mm. And then all of a sudden, guess who's back? Guess who turned around and came back to the cafe? <gasps> who do you think it is, Jaren? Uh, Sweeper. It is Sweeper! No, it's Hangyul. <laughs> Oh, second best Imagine how great that would be if Sweeper just, like, bound through the doors and was like, I'm here, and Hansung is not. It's just me, here to be dog. (laughs) Like. (laughs) If there was a writer's strike, I have no doubt that would have happened. Oh, man. But no, it's Hangyul. Hangyul Hangyul comes in, and Eun-chan is like, oh, no, I wasn't, like, I'm not messing with this mural. I was just fixing it. I didn't think it looked right. And... You know what? Hangul is like the the music swells and then they kiss. I saw you. They kiss two times because Hangul kisses her and then after like a little moment of kiss, they pull away and then Unchan kisses Hangul and it's like ooh ooh ooh. It's amazing. I I wrote kiss kiss fall in love. I wrote, I saw you, like, a bunch of times on the paper, because that just kept playing, and I was like, oh, what a good song. It's so good, because this is our first, like, mutual kiss. Like, this is the first time it wasn't somebody kissing somebody else and it being, like, a thing. This is the first time that, like, Mm. he kisses her and then she kisses him. So it's a mutual kiss. They both are kissing, and they're both, like, in on it. Yeah, and he turns to her and he says, listen up. (laughs) I like you. Man or alien, it doesn't matter. I can't bury these feelings, so let's give it a try. Let's give it our best try. And then, like, they table hug. And I was like, oh, God, so so good. That line is, like, the line. Like, the, I like you, whether you're a man or an alien, I don't care. Like, that's the line I'm going of to series. use that. That is the line. I am line. going to use that. <laughs> That is, like, the, you know how, like, oh, there's always, like, that's the line. <laughs> like, I cannot stress enough how much that is the line of this series. I'm so glad that we got to it on episode 10. I know, and right? we have, like, <laughs> six more episodes. Yeah, because, you know, every, every like, romance show or, or story or whatever always kind of has, like, a moment that's, like, the both characters really kind of, like, revel in the fact that they have feelings for each other, and usually it happens with a kiss, and then there's like there might be something that is said and some shows do not have like as memorable of a line but i just remember like 
this the first time that I watched this I was like oh like he said it like he said it to her they just kissed like this is it like there's no turning back oh yeah this was a pivotal moment yeah. for sure and I'm super here for it oh and then Unchan kind of like hugs him and pushes him at the same time <laughs> yeah you get a nice little table hug yeah. where his like butt is just kind of sitting on the table and she's like stand hugging him and then that is where the episode ends that is where we leave oh, off so good who I'm really glad to. I'm really glad they didn't decide to like drag it longer and have it end on another moment. Like what a good moment to end an episode on. Yeah, it feels like finally cuz there's been so many episode ends where it's like downcast. Oh yeah. Where, like where they kiss and then you know it's going to be a race next episode, but this is the one time and I've said this before where like something has to change after this, yes. please. Oh no, there's like there's no way we like come on. Come on. They they come on. Like come on. <laughs> Oh no, I now I'm fully expecting one of them to wake up and it was a dream oh, the no. whole time. <laughs> oh man. Whew. Well, we're here now. Whew. So let's uh let's get into some some overall thoughts. So episode ten, Jaren, what are your what are you thinking? What's running through your mind right now? Uh I'm I'm really pleased. I think the investment that I've had in this show is rewarded at every turn it's never like i put my thought and energy into being like oh what's up with this or what's up with that and it's just kind of like spat on yeah or like disregarded by the writers like everything that's been set up so far is being furthered and for as little time as they've been given like these subplots with grandma and with uh cb and unsei and with the mom and the butcher and with sun ki and his maybe son and wife like that's all as important to me as like this overarching romance plot and i'm really just looking forward to like seeing everybody get what they need Mm. by the end of the show and i i have faith that everybody will i'm like not worried that it's gonna be like oh no we dropped this plot and like nah these people stayed in a toxic relationship like there's gonna be a light at the end of the tunnel surprise hungil's second dad is actually an assassin bum 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 (laughs) (laughs) he's here to assassinate uh huh who's it gonna be exactly (laughs) oh no that's the mystery we have to find out it's too late God, I'm. Please don't let that happen. Uh, who knows? Who knows what'll happen on Coffee Prince? I really hope none of these characters die. Like any one of them, I would be like. But then, what do we do about everything else? Yeah, that's true. That would kind of be like a real bummer. Like this doesn't feel like a a, a dying kind of drama, but what? Like, hey, you never know. Huh. <laughs> Knock on I can't. I can't give you any assurance. I have to always keep you on your toes. I am on the edge of my toes right now. Oh, man. Yeah, rewatching this episode, I mean, since it's kind of like the episode, like it's the one where it happens. Um, <laughs> it felt good. It definitely, I, I, I definitely am kind of in that stage right now where I know what happens, but I don't remember in what order. So this entire episode was kind of like a big, like me waiting for certain things to happen, but not knowing if they were going to happen this episode. So kind of like I said, where every time Harim was somewhere and Unchan wasn't with him, I was like, oh God, is this it? Is this when he finds out? Like, (laughs) (laughs) and there are some other things that we'll encounter later that also like every once in a while I would be like, oh no. Um, 
but it felt good to kind of reach that place um and it feels rewarding i feel like in every romance show it always feels rewarding when you get to that part after so much you finally get to the spot where they're like it's time for us to just like tell each other our feelings and to like revel in this moment and to realize that this is what's going on and and in a way it, it oftentimes feels like a a like this is what's going on and we've decided that we're gonna go for it um that's it was never really said in words but just this moment of them kissing and them kind of having that moment where Hangul admits like hey no matter what I like you and all that just feels like that them being like we're gonna do this we're not gonna beat around the bush anymore we're gonna do this um in whatever form that may yeah. be but it just kind of feels like a a release of like yes we're here we made it we did it we did it boys we <laughs> Yeah, we are over 10 hours of investment into this show. Oh, man. Like, and what a 10 hours it has been. Here's to six more. That's right. Wow, we're so close. I mean, not like super close, but like, wow, we, we're, really made, we're really making it. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, then, I guess that's all we've got for episode 10. Um, uh episode 11 will finally be in heaven <laughs> Ooh, that one's smooth. i don't know i don't know if i liked that one it, it was like the obvious choice i wasn't proud episode of it episode 10 date me even if alien yeah you know what that one's good i like that <laughs> episode 10 we'll see you again Ooh, that one's nice Rolls off the tongue. Episode 10, Hung Yo Be My Boyfriend. Ah, good, 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 good. All right, we'll catch y'all next time on Just Kiss Already, because guess what? They did it. Oh, we did oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, what a what a milestone for wow. the podcast, actually. I mean, to be fair, they have kissed many times before, but this one's different. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they did Just Kiss Already. This is the special one. This is the important one. This is the smoochy. All right. Well, let's hope they don't mess it up in the next episode. Um, bye. Bye.